Welcome to the Confident Parent Podcast, where we want you to feel confident in raising kids who have a thriving relationship with Jesus. I'm Joshua Humpa, the children's pastor at Oak Creek Assembly of God and the father of two spectacular kids with my wife, Stephanie. In this episode, we'll discover how you can lead your child to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit and help you feel like you got this. What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Confident Parent Podcast. If you're listening to me, I have exciting news for you. You can actually watch this podcast. That's right, today for the first time we were recording, we're doing some testing out to see how this goes, but we're recording. So if you wanna watch me talk about this as well and see my eyeballs as we talk about the baptism in the Holy Spirit, you can head on to YouTube and check that out. Now, if you aren't watching with us, fun. You get to see me, which is just enhancing the experience of this podcast all the more. Now, I'm excited about today at church for the past couple of weeks. We've been talking about, as a church, the Holy Spirit and you. And so I thought this is just the perfect opportunity, the perfect time for us to talk about the baptism in the Holy Spirit for your children. Man, it is so exciting that God wants to fill your child with the Spirit of God so that your kid is empowered to live a godly life. And so we're going to talk about who the Holy Spirit is, you know, what is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We're going to go through all the basics and all the kind of give you a good understanding so that you feel confident to lead your kid to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You can do this. God wants you to lead your child to do this. God doesn't want your child to have to only experience this at like a summer camp or something far, far away from you. No, you are the spiritual leader for your, for your child and God wants to use you to do that. So we're going to talk about all of that and then at the end, how you can lead your child to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So I'm excited. Let's dive in to how you, your, your kids can receive this power from God. So let's start with, off with what is the Holy Spirit or, or more actually, who is the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is, he's a helper to help us live godly lives. You know, the Holy Spirit is part of the Trinity. There's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. God, three persons in one. And the Holy Spirit is sent by God to be our helper, our, our comforter, our, our advocate even. And so the Holy Spirit, he is a gift from God. God sends him to help us as a gift. Now, why would you want the baptism in the Holy Spirit for your child? Why do you want your kid to receive the baptism? First, living for Jesus is hard. <laughs> it's so, so, so hard. Uh, there's, you know, it's if it's more easy to sin now than it's ever been before. You know, sin is so much more accessible for our kids, for us. And so it's hard to live for Jesus. And so the Holy Spirit has come to help us live godly lives. And the baptism of the Holy Spirit is even a step further into that. It is the Holy Spirit coming to live inside of you in a, in a very supernatural, powerful way. It's, you know, in baptism in water, it's a very spiritual moment where you're dying to your old self and coming back, you know, symbolically as a brand new person telling the whole world, the whole church, hey, I'm going to live for Jesus for the rest of my life. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is when the Holy Spirit comes in you and changes you for the rest of your life so that you are living for God in a powerful way. And so living for Jesus is hard, but the baptism of the Holy Spirit helps us, helps our kids to live for Jesus, to live godly lives. There's a couple of specific things that the baptism of the Holy Spirit does. The first is that the Holy Spirit teaches us. It's interesting. Jesus actually said in John chapter 14, verse 26, he said, but when the father sends the comforter instead of me, interesting word choices there, comforter and instead of me. And then Jesus doubles down and explains it more. And he says, in case you were confused, and by the comforter, I mean the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I love that he says that. Then Jesus continues, he, the Holy Spirit, the comforter, will teach you much as well as remind you of everything I myself have told you. The Holy Spirit is here to teach us 
how to live a godly life. Help us to help teach us who we're supposed to be, who God is, who the Holy Spirit is, what this life is supposed to look like according to God's rules and what he set up. So the Holy Spirit teaches us. The Holy Spirit guides us. Jesus said two chapters later in John chapter 16, Jesus said, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. Interesting. He will guide you. He's not going to shove you. He's not going to push you. He's not going to force you, but he will guide you. And then another thing that the Holy Spirit does is the Holy Spirit will give you power. And this is like one of the most famous verses for the Holy Spirit. It says in in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, this is Jesus speaking. But when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, you will receive the power to testify about me with, I love this, with great effect to the people in Jerusalem, to Judea and Samaria, to the ends of the earth about my death and resurrection. The Holy Spirit, why do we want this for our kids? Why do we want the baptism in the Holy Spirit? Because it's hard to live for Jesus by ourselves. It is hard to live a godly life. The Holy Spirit teaches us. The Holy Spirit guides us, will lead us in the right direction. And the Holy Spirit gives us supernatural power. I need help from God to live this life. And I want to do it to the greatest capacity that I can. And so that's where the baptism of the Holy Spirit comes from. This gives us a power to be a witness to the world, a witness that God is a part of our lives, that the Holy Spirit is moving, that we're living a spirit-filled life, that we're not just flesh and bones, but that we are spirit-filled with the power of God living inside of us, that the same power that raised Christ from the dead lives inside us. I want that. That sounds awesome. I don't want to live just a normal, boring life. I want to live a supernatural-filled life. So, how do we receive it? How can I receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit? Let me just give you my story real quick. When I was in third grade, just a kid, and so this is how we know, I know from personal experience that your kid, even in third grade, can receive this power. When I was in third grade, I was at Spencer Lake Christian Camp, uh, and it was, you know, the, the camp for kids. It was a week-long camp. We actually have it coming up for our kids here at the church as well, for kids and teenagers. And this, the speaker for the for the week was giving uh, talking about the Holy Spirit and had a very specific night where, where he was going to talk about it and then encourage kids to receive it. And so he had a special class before the service for the Holy Spirit to help us understand what it is. And so the camp actually had two options. I could either go to Water Wars, which is like just dumping water on everyone, or I could go to this class to learn about the Holy Spirit. Now, when you're a third grade boy, and your friends are going to the water wars, that sounds way more interesting. But I really, really, really wanted to know more about the power of the Holy Spirit and how I could receive it as a kid. So I went to the class. It was very, very helpful. And then uh, as the service, you know, when it was finally service time, the speaker talked about the Holy Spirit again and then gave the opportunity for kids to come to the altar and ask for the power of the Holy Spirit. And so I went and I prayed. I was right there smack dab in the front in the middle. I remember this so clearly. There in the front, asking God for it, closing my eyes, focusing on him, just asking for it, telling God why I wanted it. And then bam, it happened. (laughs) And I felt the presence of God. And these words just came out, which we're going to talk about in just a second, about tongues and the baptism of the Holy Spirit evidence. It just started coming out. And I remember looking next to me after just, it felt like a long time of doing it. It was probably like 30 seconds to a minute. I looked to this girl next to me and she gave me the craziest look I remember. But I thought, whatever, I'm just going to do this. And I just let it come out. And from that moment on, I was changed. I went back to school that school year, excited to tell kids about Jesus. And ever since, man, I've been on fire for the Lord. And so I know that your kid can receive it. So, so how do you receive it? Well, as we said before, the Holy Spirit is a gift. He's a gift from God to help us live godly life. And so this is a gift. And so if there's something that you want, what do you usually do if you want something? You ask for it. Jesus said that our Heavenly Father is a good Father and He loves 
to give us good gifts and that even if we have sinful people know how to give good gifts, how much more does our Heavenly Father know? God wants to give you the gift of the Holy Spirit. And so ask for it. And so as you ask for it, God will then give you the Holy Spirit when you're ready. And the first physical evidence, the proof that you've received it, there will be a physical sign that you'll have, is it's speaking in tongues, which is a supernatural language that comes from God. Now, the Holy Spirit won't force you to speak this. The Holy Spirit, Jesus, they're gentlemen. You are fully in control of your body. God has given you a free will. And so the Holy Spirit will not force you to speak in tongues, but he'll give you that urge and you'll feel it. It'll be like this bubbling, this desire just to wah, let it on out. And it'll sound crazy because it is a heavenly language. It is not, when you get baptized in the Holy Spirit, more to, most times it is a heavenly language given to us by God from the Holy Spirit. You know, when you try to learn uh, Spanish or French or another language on earth, it takes time to learn it, right? It takes practicing and getting used to it and knowing it. This is different. This is a language that the Holy Spirit, um, he just gives it to you. It's a gift from God to be able to speak it out. It's a heavenly language, not something that you learn. And so when you ask God for that, when you're free from sin, when you're all on fire for him and you ask for it, he gives it to you. That's how you know you got it. And so Acts chapter 10, uh, this is really interesting. You know, the church is moving on. God is doing a great and mighty work. Many people have received the power of the Holy Spirit. This is an instance where people receive this. All people. You know, it started off with the Jews and then it expanded to all people. Let me read it to you. Acts chapter 10, verse 40, uh, verse 44. It says, Even as Peter was saying these things, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those that were listening. The Jews who came with Peter were amazed that the gift of the Holy Spirit would be given to Gentiles too. Gentiles are non-Jews, like me. <laughs> but there, there could be no doubt about it. For they heard them speaking in tongues and praising God. That's Acts chapter 10. And so God wants us to ask for the Holy Spirit to come and fill our lives, that the baptism will come upon us. God, I want to live for you. God, I want to. I want you to guide me and teach me. I want to be more superpowered to live for you, God. We ask for it. And then when we feel the power of God inside of us, there'll be this urge. It just, it just comes on out. You speak in tongues and you let it out. Then, then you got it. And so God wants us to keep asking for it. Some people, they'll get it the first time, like me. The first time I asked for it, I got it. But I know many others. It's taken a long time, years sometimes, to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And so if you don't receive it the first time you ask, like any kid that really wants something, you keep asking for it. You keep asking God for it. When you want something, you keep asking. And it can be at any time, anywhere. It does not have to be at a church camp. It doesn't have to be a church. It can be anywhere. I was just talking to somebody today that they were working in a hotel in a hotel, when they received the baptism in the Holy Spirit, they were, had a desire for God and they came to the realization that I can serve God and seek God anywhere, anywhere, and I'm all in. And so God, I'm working in this hotel doing custodial type stuff. I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to fill me up. And boom, in that hotel, that person received the baptism in the Holy Spirit. I've heard of people receiving it in the shower, walking to class, anywhere, anywhere, and at any time, you can ask for the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And you know, especially when you're, when you're a parent in a kid relationship, you can understand this. God doesn't want us just to seek this, this gift, right? God wants a relationship with us first and foremost. And the gift is to help us serve God better, to have a better relationship with him, to be used by him more. And so if our desire is only for the gift, you know, our priority is just that, just to be superpower Christians for our own vanity or sake, you know, maybe God's not going to give it to you then. God wants you to desire him more than anything else. And so if it, our priority becomes only this thing, maybe God's like, hey, you got to get this in balance. And God gives it to those that are serving him faithfully, that are all in. 
that are obeying him with a with a you know clear intention that want to serve God faithfully and wholeheartedly. We've made him number one. God just doesn't just give it out willy-nilly. It's a special gift to live a godly life. And so it's a it's a witness tool, right? And so if God's giving it to just people that aren't living for him, wow, then that kind of throws off the whole point of this, right? That aren't really living godly lives. Well, then why would he give it to somebody that's not really all in yet? And so God wants us to be clear of our sin. Tell him, God, confess our sins. Come to him purely, holy, with clear intentions, and then ask for it and to keep asking for it. And what's great is after we see the baptism in the Holy Spirit, uh, it's just the start. It's just the start. You can continually be being filled with the Holy Spirit. Uh, it's kind of like like this water bottle. Great example. I'm glad I had this on my desk. You get filled with the Holy Spirit, and then as the day goes on, you know, you bump into th- somebody that's, man, they're really annoying to you, and <laughs> a little bit of the Spirit comes out, right? Uh, not necessarily the Spirit comes out, but just a little bit of the, you know, the power that you have comes out. Or uh, then you run into just a really annoying situation. You bump into something and more of, this, more of the power comes out and you need to get refilled. You can ask the Holy Spirit to refill you back up with his power to live a godly life. And what happens next is that you will have, after you've spoken in tongues, you're filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, you will have a deeper desire for God and for people. You will have God's eyes. You'll have God's heart, just a desire for people, realizing, man, each person is a soul the Holy Spirit will give you a deeper desire to reach people and to pursue God. It becomes easier to witness, easier to tell people about who God is and his plan for their life. God wants us to tell people about him. And so the Holy Spirit, again, it's a gift to to live a godly life. The Holy Spirit will help us to witness even more. Uh, The Holy Spirit will help us to not sin. Well, we still may choose to sin, being filled with the power of the Spirit, man, it makes it so much easier to not sin. And the Holy Spirit gives us power to overcome sin even more. It just becomes so much more easier when you're on fire, on track for God. I mean, this sounds great, right? Don't you want this for your kid? I want this for my kids. And I want them to receive it as soon as possible. And the next thing that would happen is that you're going to be able to pray in tongues in this heavenly language at will, whenever you want. Most times when I pray in the Holy Spirit, it's when I'm in a group of people Right? And so somebody's leading uh, on prayer, and I'll pray in the Spirit. I don't know the words that are coming out of my mouth. I don't know the, the words, the noises that are coming out. But it's the Holy Spirit praying through me. And the Holy Spirit knows better than I do on what to pray for. He has better words than I do. He knows what, what needs to be asked. And so I'll pray in the Spirit um, in, in agreement with whoever's leading in prayer. And you can pray in the Spirit whenever. This is the Holy Spirit praying through you, the Holy Spirit knowing exactly what needs to be said through you and letting it come on out. And so praying in the tongues whenever you want, the fruit of the Spirit, that is the evidence that the Holy Spirit is working inside of you. So that's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. These nine fruit, that's the, the you know the, the proof that your actions and stuff, that you're actually living through the Holy Spirit. That's how you know that the Holy Spirit's inside of you. Those are gonna be a lot more evident in your life once the baptism is out because the Holy Spirit's a gift to help us live a godly life. And then, this is an exciting part, the gifts of the Spirit. Now, I'm not going to be able to go into all of them because there's quite a few, but such as prophecy and, and serving, there's a lot of gifts, supernatural gifts that come. You know, we're all blessed with some sort of physical talent, uh, things that we can work on and improve on our own. But spiritual gifts, those are interesting. Those can also be improved on, but they're gifts from God that are supernatural, things that, that the Holy Spirit is giving us to be able to serve others, not for our own glory, but for God's glory and to serve others. So that's what happens after you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You'll be powered up to live for God. 
So we've talked about what is the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Who it is? How do I receive it? What, what do I have to do? You pray, you ask for it. And so how do we lead our kids into receiving this? First, you got to teach your kid about the Holy Spirit. You know, we're, we're going to do our part here at church. We're going to teach them about it. But even at home, you got to make this real for them. You have to pursue this yourself. And then you have to show your kids what it's like to be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, modeling it and talking about it teaching your kids. Now, again, this might feel weird at first, especially if you don't feel confident in doing this. You might feel like, well, I barely know anything about the Holy Spirit. How can I teach my kids about it? And it might even feel like kind of goofy or strange to do it at home because it is a a supernatural thing. It's different than talking about like baseball, (laughs) right? Or math, very physical things that you can see and do. This is a spiritual aspect. And so it can feel weird, but I want to tell you and encourage you, don't feel weird about it. If you want this to become normal in your family, then make it normal. Choose to make it normal. I'm telling you, your kids will be excited about it if you're excited about it. You can share what you've learned today. If you want to watch this with your kid, you can do that as well. Share with your kid what you've learned today. Talk about what you know. And if you don't know, tell them. Say, I don't know, but I'm trying to figure this out. Maybe we can ask somebody or look it up. It's okay to not know everything, but talk about with your kid. Make this feel normal and encourage you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit if you haven't yet, and then share that story with your kids. Explain it to them what it was like for you. You know, if you received it right away for yourself, tell your child that. If it took a long time, took you many times of asking God to give you this gift, tell your kid that and encourage them, hey, your story might be the same or different from mine. That's okay. You're going to have your own personal experience with the power of the Holy Spirit. Then I would encourage you to encourage your child to seek the baptism of the Holy Spirit on their own. They have to choose to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And they have to choose on their own to receive the power of the Holy Spirit. You can pray for it. You can ask for God to send that gift to them. But they have to choose on their own, out of their own free will, to ask God for this gift. And so you can set up times if you want. I mean, man, you are the all-star parent. If you set up times with your child to just pray, you're in the kitchen, you just pray for the power of the Holy Spirit to come upon your kid. Tell them to raise their hands, confess their sins. Man, you're going to love that, right? Hearing all the things that they've done. Confess their sins, get right with God. Tell God, God, I want to know you more than ever. I want to be on fire for you. Holy Spirit, I want to be filled with this gift to live a godly life. Have them pray out loud and then Pray over them. And if you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, pray in tongues over them. Ask for it yourself if you haven't received it. And just pray and see what God does. How exciting would it be for your home? If you were able to lead your kid in that spiritual adventure, man, that would be so so incredibly cool. So exciting. So pray with your kid. And if you make it weird, it's going to be weird. But if you make it just normal and just this is what we do. We are spirit-filled Christians. We believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. Man, it will not be weird then. Why should this be weird? You know, let's just take a time out. Why should this be weird? Why why would we allow this to be a weird thing for our families? I mean, if we really truly believe that there's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, why would we not want the Holy Spirit to be every day a part of our, our families? How much better would our families be? How much more united if we had the fruit of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit, if we were living more godly lives? Man, our families would be better. We'd enjoy each other more. And so I would encourage you, Talk about with your kid and create environments and spaces and specific moments for your kids where they can pursue it. And now tell them, tell your kids that they need to seek this on their own as well. You can have moments where you pray with them, but they can pray in their bedroom when they're taking a shower. They can do it in the car. They have to pray out loud with their voice, but encourage them, seek this on their own. And then follow up with your kids. Ask them about it. Ask them what their experience and what their thoughts are. 
You know, it can be a little frustrating when you're asking for it and you feel like you're seeking and you haven't received it yet. God knows in his perfect timing when is the best time to give a gift. I mean, you, you know that, right? Right? When you give your kids gifts, whether it's for birthday or just, just because, maybe there's a special event, you know the perfect time to give your child a gift. And so does God when it comes to the Holy Spirit. God wants your child to experience this. And so God wants us to pursue, to keep asking for it. He will give it in his perfect timing. And so encourage your kid to do it. Have them talk with you about it. If they're feeling frustrated or if there's doubts, it's good for them to talk about these things with you. If there's doubts, it's okay. Let's talk through it and let's see how we can continue to, you know, encourage you to keep going and keep seeking after God. And then when you receive it, oh man, when your kid receives it, what a time to celebrate. Make that a big deal in your home. You know, celebrate it. Tell the family. <laughs> if you can record it, awesome. You know, don't put all that pressure on to make it that to make it like that, but celebrate that moment. That is a big spiritual milestone. Now again, it's not that your kid becomes saved when they do this. They have to receive Jesus before that. And they're not less than of a Christian. They're not less of a Christian if they don't receive the Holy Spirit and same for you. But the Holy Spirit is here to help us live godly lives. It's like an upgrade. And I want that. I want that for me. I want that for, for my kids. And so I'm going to pray for my kids. I'm going to pray with my kids to receive the gift, the power of the Holy Spirit. How much better our world would be? How much better would your family be if the Holy Spirit was part of your everyday life? If every morning on the ride, on the ride to school, you prayed as a family in the Spirit. Wow. This shouldn't be like a, wow, wouldn't that be amazing? We're, we're dreaming about this thing. This should become reality, and it can become a reality. And it's not that hard. You just have to ask the Holy Spirit for it. So can I pray with you right now that the Holy Spirit would become a part of your family's life, that you would grow as a family as a result of it, as like a family unit, spiritually, individually, that your family would grow, and that you would see the power of the Holy Spirit moving in your family's life? Let's pray together. Holy Spirit, thank you so much that we get to learn about you, that we get to explore what you've done back in the Bible times and even today. Thank you that this isn't just a gift that you gave 2,000 years ago, but that you are still giving it even to this day. We are grateful for your help, Holy Spirit, to live for you. We want to live for you. And so, Holy Spirit, we ask that your, um, that your spirit would be poured out on the families that are listening to this, watching this today, that they would, they would easily experience your power, that if they have been filled already, that you would fill them again soon and quickly, Lord, Lord Jesus, that we would have this desire to come to you to be filled. And Holy Spirit, we pray that uh, as we lead kids into receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit, that it wouldn't be weird, that it would become normal, become exciting for our families, and that we would see this, we'd see the fruit of the Holy Spirit baptizing our kids, that our church would be known as families that seek the baptism of the Holy Spirit, even at home, that families are leading their kids to receive this. Thank you so much, Holy Spirit, for helping us to live godly lives, helping us to become who you created us to be. We love you and we're grateful for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Man, I am so excited to hear about your family's experience seeking the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So share that with me, whether it's through email, whether it's on social media, whether it's in person, it's letting me know, telling me the stories. And if you have questions, please reach out and ask as well. We want to help you feel confident to raise kids that love Jesus and have experienced the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Now, if you have not watched the last episodes or even previous episodes, our last one is so good. It's, you know, there's a lot of competition in this world about sports or even other activities in church and spiritual life. And so we have this great discussion, uh, interview with a couple from church, their grandparents now, but what it was like for them raising their kids and when sports took over and how it really separated their, their family and just how in sport and when anything takes over 
it becomes more important than God, it never ends up good. So I encourage you to check that out if you haven't yet. And if this is helpful to you, I would encourage you to share this with others. Share this podcast, share the link with people. Uh, and we, we want as many kids as possible to have the power of the Holy Spirit a part of their life. So share this. It'll be really exciting to hear the more stories. Hey, we're praying for you. We believe that the best is yet to come with your family. God's going to do a great thing. All right, we'll catch you on the next episode. Hasta luego and goodbye.